right, cats and kitties, welcome to another episode of RVA Dirt's Municipal Mania, heard every Wednesday at 11 a.m. right here on WRIRLP 97.3 FM Richmond Independent Radio. I know it's halfway between the end of the school year and the beginning of the new school year, but if you're a parent, you're starting to think about you know, what's coming up for your kid. So we have a great show for you today. Superintendent of Richmond Public Schools, Jason Cameras, is here with us, followed by Shonda harris Mohammed of the Northside Coalition for Children to talk about her back-to-school rally. So stick with us. Today we have a very special repeat guest, <laughs> you know. Is this your third time? Uh, third or fourth Third or me. fourth, yeah. 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 yeah, oh, it's exciting. I know. Do I get like a special jacket or something? I know. <laughs> We need to have a pin, like our our five timers club or something. We do. We've got some merch coming, so we'll make sure you get some merch. Thank you. (laughs) But go ahead and introduce yourself. We're happy to have you again. Sure. Hi, I'm Jason Camera, Superintendent of Richmond Public Schools. Welcome back, Jason. We're happy to have you as always. Yes. So we're gonna just kind of talk about we have we we always try to have you on when there's something especially important going on. Yeah. But it's also important that people know, you know, kids are out of school and not out of all, sight. Not all kids. Not all. Not kids. all kids. That's true. There's not all kids. school, and we're kind of at that halfway point too, where That's right. yeah, parents are already like, I'm scrambling to get my school supplies. No, kid, parents are like, when are y'all going back? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but you know, out of sight, out of mind. You know, if people aren't sending the kids to school every day, they stop thinking about, you know, what can I do for my local school for my community school so it's always important that we at least try to talk about this over the summer but with you we always have kind of like state of the rps sure so we want to know what's going on especially because summer is really busy people don't understand but summer is probably one of the busiest times for the school systems because a lot of the kids like you said are kind of out of school and that's when a lot of the work starts to happen in schools and a lot of planning and it's also hiring yeah, that too. Yeah. Teachers and administrators talk about don't really get the summer off. Like everybody thinks, oh, they get a three month vacation. No, yeah, it's not quite. No. That's not quite how that works. No, they get a three. They get a three month break from having to worry about supplies. <laughs> that's what they get. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. So let's kind of just tell us what's going on right now. State of RPS. What's happening? Yeah. You know, of course, we want to hear how many teacher vacancies we still have. Yep. How many teachers we still need? Um, You had some recent, not exactly so recent, but, you know, we had some changes with administrative offices and things closing down. Like, how is that working? Is that working okay? You know, what's going on? Sure. Well, first, uh, I do want to remind everyone that we do have summer school going on this summer. Mm -hmm. And actually, this year, it's really exciting. We're trying something a little bit different. We're partnering with the YMCA and uh, we're doing a program called Power Scholars. So the Mm -hmm. kids, and this is for all kids in elementary and middle school, they have uh, academics in the morning and then enrichment activities activities in the afternoon. And then on Fridays, they take field trips to museums and other things around the city. And so the idea is to create a almost like camp experience Mm -hmm. um, for summer school. And um, we we think it's... And make it fun. The kids will actually want to go. So actually, we um, where was I? Visiting one of the sites and one of the parents was telling me that... um, she had to take her daughter, I think, to a dentist appointment or something during the day. Mm-hmm. And after the appointment, she said, can we go back to summer school? Yes. So I'm not sure that phrase has ever been uttered um, ever in the course of human history. So. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I'm pretty excited. I think that's a pretty good barometer. Yes. Um, obviously, a lot more work to do, but I think it's an example of how we're trying to really leverage the great partners we have in the community to do things differently yeah. for our kids. And hopefully we can expand that even more next year. Yes, um, yes. So we have that going on. Um, as you said, we have a hiring going on. Uh, in fact, last night we just shared the latest numbers at the school board meeting. I don't have them memorized, but I'm that's sure okay. you guys can yeah. can pull them up and yep. share it. Mm-hmm. We, you know, our goal is to open up the year with zero vacancies and yes. we still have more to hire. So anybody who's who's looking to uh, teach, um, just go yep. to rvaschools.net and um, submit your application. Uh, we would be delighted uh, to interview you. Um, you we're go. also really busy on the facilities front. So mm-hmm. we are replacing lots of boilers and chillers and roofs, um, all kinds of stuff going on this summer. So that's really busy because we can't always do that work during the school year. Right. Um, last summer we had bathroom blitz. What's going on this so, year? So the last thing I was going to say, we have the second annual RPS Shines, yeah. uh, which is um, our effort to beautify and fix up schools uh, mm-hmm. when kids come for when kids come back. Um, this year, RPS Shines has three parts. Uh, we're continuing the bathroom blitz. All right. Uh, two, we're doing beautification projects, planting, painting, those sorts of things. Okay. And three, we're working uh, with Hamilton Glass and other artists. <gasps> yeah. So he's my favorite. Sorry. Shout he, out to uh, him. He's great. Uh, he's working with a number of our schools to do community-based murals. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of times schools have murals that are just kind of random. Yeah. Um, and so these are going to be really about the history of the communities that the schools are in. To Which really- is amazing yeah. so he is um he's you know unbelievably talented and so um we're gonna have murals in a, a few new schools as well so <laughs> anybody that wants to help on any of these projects just go to our website rvaschools.net you can sign up to volunteer if you um are a leader of a, a church synagogue mosque nonprofit, civic association, your whole group can sign up uh, to participate. And if you want to just give money to help cover the cost of supplies or other things, you can do that as well. Awesome. This is fantastic. Yes. So that was that checked off another thing I wanted to know. How can the community support RPS? That's how. So uh, go straight to the website. Yes. Sign up as a group or an individual. Let's have some like group service days. Yeah, I know. And as a reminder to everyone, you do not have to have children in RPS to support RPS. In fact, I was over at Carver this weekend for their event, and we had a number of folks, uh, retired folks, don't have kids in the system Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, They just want to help. And, um, you know, I think we're blessed to have a community that cares a lot and lots of folks of lots of different walks of life who just want to pitch in. So um, we welcome the everybody. school is community. The you guys. School right. Is and community. these kids are our future leaders. Yep. You know, That's right. so That's right. we mm-hmm. need to love them up and make sure that they know that their community surrounds them. And... Or don't complain when they steal your radio <laughs> because we didn't educate them and now they're criminals. One <laughs> or the other. Like, you can't have it both ways. You either support them now or don't complain when they still break, bust your window out. The end. The end. <laughs> yeah. I'm just tired of it. Tired. So go help your schools. Let's talk about the budget. So that's yeah. been whew, that's yes. been on the top of everybody's tongue, head, feelings, heart for a long time. Yeah. So now we've fought the great fight and we've come out on the other side. Yes. And we're supposed to be fully funded. Yes. Yeah, so we are getting uh, $18 million in new recurring revenue for things like uh, teacher raises and yes. technology and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And $19 million in new revenue to help fix up some of our building problems. Mm-hmm. For comparison purposes, uh, so that's... Uh, um, $37 million. I was a math teacher. Brand new. Yes. All right. Yes. So, <laughs> thanks for doing before, that calculation. 
in terms of recur, uh, you know, recurring new revenue, yeah. we got um, zero on the operating side and 1.5 million on million. the facilities. Yeah. So we're talking about 1.5 versus 37 million. Yeah. It's the largest investment in Richmond Public Schools in a generation. Bingo. And so of that 18 million for teachers and instruction, a third of that is going to the raise. Um, a three yes. percent raise uh, for teachers and for all staff, custodians, uh, mm-hmm. nurses, social workers. They get workers. forgotten about a lot in Absolutely. the process, in the conversation of teachers need raises. Well, the people that clean the toilets do too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So look, it was a hard fought budget. Um, I was pleased that we were able to get to where we mm-hmm. needed to be um, in a way that I didn't anticipate, but we got there. <laughs> um, so look, I, I, you know, I'm agnostic about how we get there. I'm just happy we got there. And, yes. you know, I, I, I credit uh, the mayor um, for, for putting out a bold budget, Dr. Newbill for stewarding it at council and certainly our school board for um, setting the stage. Yes, so now we can change that in my closer. So we'll change that today. We're glad to see that um, from both sides, because I wanted to hear you first say, yes, this is exactly what I wanted. And I got everything I needed. And so now I'll change my closer to say RPS is now fully funded and we're rolling. Well, we are fully funded for FY20. For that one day, one one year at a time. Um, One year at a time. There's going to be more needed going forward. Yes, yes, yes. We need to continue that. That's right. That's right? right. But that's important. And so I'm so glad that we're getting that. So. In addition to that, let's talk about some of these new schools that are coming up. That's the exciting part. Yes. Have you seen any of them? Have you driven by? I've driven by a couple of them. I have not yet, so I am looking forward to it. So you should do like a little tour. Yes. Um, Yes. So we have a new green elementary on the south side, a new middle school on Hall Street where the old Elkhart was. Yep. And a new George Mason. And they are literally coming out of the ground. Yes. Um, I think the one you will be most impressed by is the new middle school. Um, the gym, you can almost kind of make out the walls and everything now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are fast at work. Yes. Um, the goal, uh, which we uh, believe we will be able to achieve, is to open them all up in August of 20 so that kids can go in that September. Ah. Um, so we're talking a little over a year away. Yes. Three brand new schools. That's, it's incredible. That's amazing. And that is the meals tax. I, I keep having people come up to me and say, hey, whatever happened with that meals tax, what are you doing with that money? Three new schools. <laughs> Three new schools. New yeah, schools. There it well, is. that's what it was said it was for. That's right. Yes. And so. That's exactly what's, what we're where saying. Where it's going. So y'all keep eating. Yes, keep eating. Keep Thank eating, you. Thank keep you. Going Thank out. you, Richmond. <laughs> keep eating. I tell you. Yes, keep eating. That's an investment in your schools as that's well. Right. So that's exciting. Now, in addition to that, and that's been kind of the argument, of course, you know, from, from the street. You know, well, we can build new schools, but we need to rezone. And so rezoning is... We're doing that. Uh, gosh, yes. Yeah. So we're in the middle of rezoning. And that's important. I, let's talk about, like, one, where the plan came from, how it kind of originated, what's driving the rezoning. Sure. And what you think, as a superintendent, the benefits are to the way that you've chosen to rezone. Because a lot of people have, you know, there's all types of you know, stones in the fire, they're like, oh, well. There's a lot of feelings going on right yes, now. Yes, it's like, yes. well, it's fewer facilities and, you know, we close a lot of schools and then we're going to move kids around. The class size is going to be bigger. We're going to have classroom overcrowding. And it's like, well, if we kind of shake things up and sort it around, maybe we'll kind of level the classroom yeah. out. And they're like, no. Well, yeah. So <laughs> rezoning is one of those interesting things, which everybody says that we have to do. And then we start doing it and nobody wants to do it. And they're it. like, no, please. Uh, so, uh, you know, when people say we got to rezone, yeah. you really have to unpack that. 
because mm-hmm. it, it means different things to different people. Exactly. To some folks, what they're saying is we have to close schools. Mm-hmm. To some folks, it's uh, we have to deal with overcrowding. Mm-hmm. Um, to some schools, it's um, a question of diversity. And so, um, look, I will tell you what our goals are that that we've articulated, the school board has adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, to try to deal with some of the overcrowding that exists on the south side. Right. I will tell you right now, and I've said this publicly at school board meetings, you cannot solve the overcrowding problem on the south side just by rezoning. There's nowhere to put the children. Mm-hmm. Where are yeah. they going? Uh, You can keep redrawing lines, but you're just moving a a group of kids that is too large for the space that we have. Uh, Now, the new green elementary and the new Elkhart, uh, Mm -hmm. the new middle school on the Elkhart site is going to help. Yeah. um, But it is not going to solve it. I think ultimately we are going to have to build another elementary school. Yeah. um, And potentially another middle school on the south side. And it's important to, to also note that is our area in the Richmond city that is the fastest growing that's right. space for children in that age group. And it's also important to note that that's also where our greatest need is for English as a second language. That's correct. That's mm-hmm. correct. So there's a lot of growth that's happening right there and a lot of support that needs to go in that area as well. That's correct. And I think, you know, um, Richmond history has largely been an African-American white narrative. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to come to grips that it's African-American white Latinx now. Mm-hmm. And um, as a school system, as a community, we really need to begin to embrace that. Um, and so that's a big need on the south side. Um, another goal that we have is increasing diversity in our schools, um, yes. integrated diverse schools. Um, this is a well-researched fact. Mm-hmm. Um, are good for all kids of all backgrounds. Um, and so we have a, a couple of things um, in one of the proposals to try to achieve that, a pairing of, of Fox Elementary and Cary Elementary. Yes. Um, that has um, <laughs> Sparked inspired <quite> <laughs> some interesting <laughs> feedback from the community. Yeah. Um, and uh, look, I, I will continue to <laughs> remain committed to... Yes. Uh, diverse schools, and um, mm-hmm. we're going to have to figure this out. You know, I know there are long-standing um, issues when it comes to race in this city, mm-hmm. but I think we need to persevere, push through, um, and really have some honest conversations about, um, you know, what people's concerns are. And really. call a thing can what you, it is. Yeah. Can you explain yeah. the pairing? Um, yeah, so basically, instead of having two elementary schools, we'd have one would go K2 and one would go 3-5. Right. And um, that would achieve almost a 50-50 um, balance in terms of African-American students and white students in both schools. Both schools, yeah. Right now, Fox is largely white. Kerry is largely African-American. Right. And so this would be an effort to kind of achieve some some balance there. Yeah, mix uh, and kind of make these schools less crowded too. That's right. And so, um, I, you know, I think that is... Um, a really exciting and innovative opportunity. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're going to keep keep exploring it with the community. And the community needs to support this and not yeah. fight so hard. Or if you're going to fight, at least call it what it is. You know, that's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Let's have some productive I, discussions I over it and not just, you know, dog whistle howling But you know, it's um, a, if at you, each other. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, you've got people yelling, you know, well, the walkability issue is going to be an issue for my child. I moved here for the neighborhood school. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's okay. You'll be fine. You'll survive. Your kids are um, going to thrive. Yes, it's going to make a better environment for your kids. Everyone will be fine. And oh my gosh, now your kids can't walk to school. Oh my goodness. 
Well, then they get the experience of riding the bus with other children and they get to exactly make new friends. Because there's some kids who can't walk or ride or they have to wait for the second round of the bus to come get them because that's the type of crowding we've got going on. We're trying to fix the situation. And quite frankly, um, for some families, you know, this pairing would make their uh, school they would go to closer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Not all, but for some. And look, the inconvenience. Oh, my gosh, it's going to kill me. You'll be fine. Look, I think we need to (laughs) lean into the real conversation, which is really about race and class, Mm -hmm. and just have it. Um, And um, I think the more honest folks are about that, that's the only way that we make progress. Yep. Um, And so if we just kind of stick with all the euphemisms and Mm -hmm. the dog whistles, like we're never going to really break through. And so I think we just have to have some of those tough conversations. That's it. And be honest with them because, uh, you know, y'all calling it all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We'll get through it. Yep. (laughs) Well, um, one of the things I know that was also another one, we're going to hit all the tough stuff while we're in it. People uh, lost their, you know, collective minds. And of course, we understand it's understandable. We had a whole graduation credit debacle at the end of the year. And a lot of kids um, and parents were so disappointed. And it was one of those things where it's another one of those problems that was pre your administration that you just kind of (laughs) walked into and had to put the pieces together. And so maybe give a better explanation of what happened or, you know, for people, because what you get on the internet or what you get on Facebook posts is not always really what happened. And so break that down so people can understand like what really happened and what did you guys do to try to fix this for these kids so that we didn't have kids that were just stuck out there. Yeah. So we had a perfect storm, I think of three challenges. So one was the transcript review that we were doing uh, based on the uh, MOU with the state when the state basically said, us, look, your transcripts are a mess. I'm mm-hmm. paraphrasing. Yes. Um, you have uh, giving credits for things that you shouldn't be giving credits for, mm-hmm. courses out of sequence, and so on and so forth. And for the public to understand, this is more than just like a clerical issue. Yeah. This was actually the courses that kids took were in many cases not the right courses. Right. Mm. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two was the new attendance policy, which said if you miss 18 days, you don't get credit for a class. And towards the end of the year, we had to begin actually taking those credits away once we saw how it shook out for kids. Mm -hmm. Third was a presentation we did at a school board meeting, which was intended to show, um, you know, how many kids are likely to graduate in June and then how many thereafter. Because of the way the data was presented, um, I think it led many people to believe that far fewer kids were going to graduate than they actually did. So you put all those three things together, There was a lot of anxiety, miscommunication, Mm -hmm. misinformation. So I take responsibility, certainly, for that miscommunication. Um, The truth of the matter is, um, you know, we, I think, did everything right as a technical matter this year. Yeah. The result of that means we won't know our official graduation rate from the state until the fall. Right. But as I have said publicly, I do believe it will be lower than it was the past year. And yes, we were already the lowest in the state. Mm. Um. But I believe it was partially inflated by some of these improper practices. Right. And that so need to be fixed. That had to be fixed. And so we are now 
you know, in the process of putting systems in place to make sure those things don't happen. So I think this is the sort of bottom point and we right. can rebuild from here. I do think we have to do a much better job of just communicating with kids and families. We're working on a sort of graduation tracker that kids and families can look at over the course of the year throughout mm -hmm. their high school career to kind of know exactly where they are, where I'm at, yeah. what they need, and make it very, very clear and very simple. The reality is, uh, you know, graduation requirements in Virginia are actually somewhat complicated um, yes. and there's different pieces to it. There are different kinds of diplomas and so on. Um, so I think uh, you can never communicate enough. And I think we just need to do a lot more of that um, on this front. I know people were really upset, but at the, in the end, like you said, you know, there were a lot of processes beforehand that were not beneficial to kids at all. <laughs> yeah. And they were hurting them, you know, and yeah. so now that you've got to start somewhere. Absolutely. You know? So now that we've, you've figured the courses out, and hopefully kids will be taking them in the right order now, right. Right. not backwards. I mean, how do you expect to, <laughs> all of these things kind of tie into one. If or I'm taking like, a course that I'm, I'm supposed to be, have, I've already had a previous course before, then you're wondering why I'm not doing well yeah. in it. <laughs> like, or you're taking algebra and geometry at the same time. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make any sense. No. Or you. Um, but you expect me to excel. Right. Or you have to get a CTE credential for a standard diploma, but you weren't in a CTE series. Yeah. Or, I mean, the list just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these are all things that, again, like kinks that have to be worked out. And, of course, it's hard because, you know, we've got kids that feel like they're not going to graduate on time. But um, at the same time, they're also going to be better prepared for post, you yeah. know, K through 12 education if that's what they choose to. And they'll have a better sense of what they're actually supposed to be doing so absolutely and you know i i want the richmond schools diploma to mean something exactly i want people to be able to hold it up and it be unassailable mm -hmm. no, no there's no errors there's no funny business like right. you have met look when i'm at graduations and i go to all of our high school graduations i have to as superintendent officially certify yes that all the kids who are graduating today yeah have met the requirements of the Commonwealth of Virginia. And I feel confident now that I can actually say that. Yeah. And um, and that our transcripts, by the way, Match. will be the best mm -hmm. in Virginia. There you go. Better than Here. anywhere else. And I can tell you, I have had colleagues mm -hmm. from other school divisions say, we've been reading about what's going on in Richmond. Mm -hmm. The truth is we have some of the same issues. And we're fixing them right now yes. before anybody looks. Before anybody gets <laughs> Yep. That's important. I think Richmond, that happens to us a lot. And I'm not sure exactly why. But, you know, for a multitude of reasons we won't go into. But, you know, Richmond always kind of seems we're, we're such a fast growing city. You know, we are very welcoming because we have so many colleges that bring in people from all over the country, all over the place. Yeah. But we just seem to be behind in so many things. And we it takes us to get caught to fix it. Yeah, maybe we can now lead the way in transparency. <laughs> yeah, it, it literally take it literally <laughs> takes us to get caught and get smacked on the hand for us to fix things that we know better. Like yeah. we really, really know. And somebody knows, you know, somebody knows that this is going on. Somebody knows that these kids are, you know, it takes for poor kids at Carver. Yeah. You know, to go through and that community to go through that to see this is something that's not just probably happening at Carver. It's probably happening in other places, too, not just in Richmond, but in sure. everywhere. And this is something that needs to be addressed. It takes for us to get caught, not just in the school system, but in other places, see, too. Maybe now it won't take us to get caught. It will, you know. I hope so. Go ahead and find the, the <laughs> That's problems the idea. That's address the idea. it now. We just find yeah. them all and deal with it. I hope so. I hope so. Because that's, I mean, that's what our kids need. Over the course of the 
budget process, a lot of people asked, how will we know if the money is making any difference? Mm -hmm. And how will we know if you're really making progress? Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to share, as I shared during that process, the board has adopted 10 key goals uh, mm -hmm. for the next five years. And we are in the process of creating targets for each of those, five-year targets and annual targets. Okay. Um, in fact, we presented another um, set of targets last night at the school board meeting on satisfaction of students, teachers, and families, mm -hmm. and teacher retention. And so by the fall, we will have all 10 goals laid out with metrics, mm -hmm. along with indicators along the way. And we will do, obviously, periodic reporting for the board, but we'll also do public reporting in a very layman-friendly way mm -hmm. so everybody can see, right. are we making progress on these goals or not? Um, where are we strong? Where we need more work? And so my hope is that we'll add a new layer of transparency to what we're doing, the effect it's having. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I believe that we're going to make progress. And I hope that continues to generate support for continued investment. Yes. And that's actually something that um, I don't I can I'm thinking back like over the course of a lot of the things that you've tried to implement and talk us through like, hey, we need to do this for the schools. You always do those like, let's have a check in. Let's have a hash mark. This is where we're at. And this is how it's helping. And that's one of the first, I think, really important steps to transparency, because if I, you know, if I'm asking you for money or I'm asking you for investment or your time and then I just run off with it into the night, which is usually what happens. That's why Richmond is so Richmond skeptical. You know, yeah. when you have someone that says, hey, let me tell you how this is helping. Let me show you data. Yeah. Let me let's talk to families. Let's, you know, the um, what was it called? The the living room chats yeah, you were yeah, having. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that, I mean, that's a whole new approach and it's not really new, but it's just something we weren't doing. Yeah. And that just shows the level of commitment to accountability and to transparency, regardless of <laughs> the what the streets make up. You know, <laughs> it's it's really important. And I'm, I'm really grateful that you do that and are willing to do that without having to be forced to do it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I enjoy <laughs> doing it. And I think it's important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Can I just say two more quick things? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one, I did, and this is related to that. One of the things I'm really excited about for next year, we launched a pilot of our um, teacher home visit program mm -hmm. where we train uh, teachers and we pay them mm -hmm. to make home visits to their students' homes to get to know their families. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a firm believer in this. Um, this is something I did as a teacher, but it's also something that I uh, received as a parent, yep. um, a public school parent in D.C. And um, we started in the spring, uh, May, um, just with a group of teachers who raised their hand and said, yeah, we want to try it out. Mm -hmm. um, our goal was to have them complete 100 home visits over May and June. Wow. They did 412. Oh, wow. Look at that. Wow. Look at that. Oh. And um, we had teachers and family members come to the board meeting to share their experience. And it is truly transformative. Just in 45 mm -hmm. minutes to develop that relationship completely changes mm -hmm. um, perceptions, yep. collaboration, and brings down the wall between community and school. Yep. And I think that is just so important. These relationships, the more yes. we can build those, the more powerful we will be as a community. Um, and then my last last note I just wanted to say, and this is sort of a broad appeal to the community, is um, you know we have um, uh, the night out coming up. And um, I just... I was deeply affected by the death of, of Marquia Dixon yeah. and, um, you know, uh, had the opportunity to participate in the memorial service. Um, I have a nine-year-old son. Mm -hmm. Marquia is a nine-year-old. Um, 
and whatever we can do as a community to tackle the gun violence. Yeah. Um, I was disheartened that the assembly didn't have the fortitude to even debate some of those uh, oh. pieces of legislation. But as a community, there's a lot that we can do. Um, and a lot of it comes down to relationships and working together to kind of tackle these issues. But the more we can do that, um, I think the better off we will all be as a community. Yeah, That's together facts. our voices are much stronger. Yeah than just one. Yeah, that's facts. Again, and that goes back to what we said at the beginning, you've got to value the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, if if that's what's important, you'll value them. Or they'll be the person that's yep. shooting stray bullets at yep. the next generation's kids. Yep. Yep. Period. You've got to value them. So let's, um, real quick, yeah. 2019 slash 20 year goals. Yes. Let's hit them, what are they? Well, I mean, uh, I will lay them out uh, in the fall concretely, uh, all the 10 goals and everything. But I will say uh, at a high level, um, our goal is to begin to move out of the fixing broken foundational things Mm -hmm. and into um, new, powerful, instructional changes. So, for example, I'm excited uh, to begin to implement... Um, this won't all happen at the beginning of the year, right? Um, but new curricula in math and in English language arts. Awesome. Um, and you know, I think one of the most important things we can do is ask greatness of our kids and mm-hmm. our classrooms, and that starts with curriculum. Yeah. Um, and so I'm excited to begin to do that work and provide the supports to our teachers. I think of all the stuff we got going on, that's the thing I'm most excited about. I know it's kind of wonky, but mm-hmm. It's what is really, um, you know, the magic is between teacher and student. Yeah. And so I'm excited to begin to invest more time and energy into that magic um, as we continue to deal with all the sort of foundational broken pieces. Right. But now begin to start building um, a more um, exciting um, school system going forward. Yes. Well, I think we got an earful. I hope our community got (laughs) all of their questions answered. it's always a pleasure to have you always with us. Always a pleasure to be here. And uh, I let expect us know some merch at. next time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We got some cool merch we'll, coming. We'll right. get a t-shirt cannon and just shoot you with it. <laughs> you could do that at a school board meeting. It's oh, that'd be matter so of fact, fun. I do have t-shirts already. You do? I do have t-shirts already. But I'm working on some hats. All right. I'll, yep. I mean, I'll take a t-shirt. All right. I got you. I got you. That I can definitely do. Well, you know you're welcome to come back anytime. Thank you. Um, we love to have you. The community loves to hear from you. Thank you. Um, I'd love to come back in the fall and yep. kind of yeah. start of school time. Yes, yeah, and let's talk about some of the programs and things that are going on at the yeah. schools. Yep. Yes, we'll be delighted to have you back. Sounds of great. Course. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. You are listening to RVA Dirt's Municipal Mania on WRIRLP 97.3 FM Richmond Independent Radio.
So, listeners, we have a special guest with us this week. It's a dark friend. <laughs> yeah, but we're making this an annual thing. Yes. Welcome. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome Introduce back. Thank you. So, hello, everybody. Um, for those who don't know me, I am Shonda Harris Muhammad. The only Harris Muhammad on the ballot. The only Harris Muhammad <laughs> on the ballot. That is our, that is going to be our forever laughter joke, right? Like, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> I love that's it. our favorite thing. The only Harris Muhammad on hyphenated the on yes. the ballot. Yes. I am founder and executive director of Northside Coalition for Children, Inc., Yes. Um, and I am a 27-year educator. This is my 27th year. Um, I am married to the finest, most handsome man supporter in the country. Oh, the country. In the country. And we have two fabulous, awesome children who support their mama to the ends of the earth. So um, that's just a little bit about me. And also, of course, um, those of you who who know, I've served in public office on the school board, on the Richmond School Board, and um, really enjoyed my service there. Mm-hmm. But I'm here today to talk about the Back to School Rally. Yes, the right. Annual Back to School Rally. Backpack, Woo! backpack. How many annual? Oh, my God. This is the 11th. 11th. Yes. Congratulations on 11 11th. years. Thank you. And it was like we were just here last year right? yes. celebrating yeah. 10 years. Like, yes. how did you make it 10 years? And I was like... I don't even know. You just <laughs> you just keep doing it every year. Come so right? yeah. So this is the eleventh year, and we are really excited. Um, we will have it at Celebration Church, yes, which is on the south side of Richmond, Virginia, which used to be the Rock Church for Rock for Church, the, yeah, right. So we're right moving there. around a little bit because we're moving it was, around. It was um, historically at the or uh, every uh, every time I had ever attended up until last year, mm-hmm. it was at MLK at MLK for years for years and years and years, and then last year was something new. You opened mm-hmm. it up to yes. everybody. everybody. Yes. And it was at um, the Richmond Raceway. Yes. yes. Um, and, and that it was, was fabulous. A, yes. It was an amazing event. Oh, my God. Every child from, which used to be called Exes Village. Yes. Which is called St. Luke's yes. Village now. Yes. I believe every child from St. Luke Village and off of that East Laburnum Quarter, quarter came, yes. came, and yep. the back of Highland Park yep. came. I mean, yep. it was so many children yes. who were at the Richmond Raceway yes. who had never been yes. to the Richmond Raceway. Oh, wow. Living right there. Had never gone. And had never walked across the street. Wow. Since the state fairgrounds had moved, had moved mm-hmm. up there to where I'm at. Absolutely. Now. Yep. So these are new kids mm-hmm. who were two and three and four years old who don't even remember that it was there. That that it was there. Who thought that the Richmond Raceway was the most fabulous thing ever? Had never been inside. Had never been inside that building, man. Or across inside the of the gate, man. Let alone to see. Um, because when they were standing in line, you could see the racetrack. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. From where they were standing in the line to get the backpacks. And they were, you know, I would hear kids say, what is that? And I'm like, the right, you know, that's where they race the cars, zoom, zoom, zoom. And mm-hmm. they're like, girl, what? It never been. So wow. you're right. We're moving it around. Um, and we're moving it around because of the need on the south side. There has been a increase of um, families. Wait a minute. We're going to pause and say that again. Because I don't <laughs> yes, think please. everybody yes. heard that. And that's there, probably one of the most important things we're going to talk about. Say yes. that again. There has been an increase yes. of Hispanic families. Yes. Of Esau children. Mm-hmm. Of English language 
speaking children Mm -hmm. on the south side of Richmond, Virginia. Mm -hmm. And if we're not paying attention, it they don't necessarily enroll in public school right away. Right. So we don't count them. We don't notice that it's been an increase necessarily. They actually until they actually matriculate into school, mm-hmm. right? And so there has been probably a 28% increase when I look at the data from 2017 to 2018 to, to 2019 right now. now. And that's big. July the 1st, new data should have come out from the State Department of Ed. Yes. Along with SOL scores should be coming very, very soon. soon. Mm-hmm. But you look at all of that data. That data speaks to you. Yes, it's growth. It's growth. It tells you where our children are. Yeah. And also when you look at there's an increase of families receiving assistance, mm-hmm. it's also on the south side. So we're moving it. I'm moving it to the south side to address the need The need. Yes. of our children who need resources on the first day of school. And what a timely, just time to be doing that. Perfect. Yes. Now, back in 2000, I want to say 2012, I did have it at Lucille Brown. Mm -hmm. 2000. Yes, I did. This is the last time, the the last year, I believe, I had it on the South Side, which was at Lucille Brown Middle School. Okay. And the principal then, Denise Lewis, had shared with me, because she was a principal to both of my children, Mm -hmm. that she had had an increase of Hispanic children. Mm -hmm. And children who were receiving ESOL services yeah. coming into Lucille Brown that September. Right. Could I bring some backpacks? Yeah. I said, well, can I just have it here? There you go. That just takes out two birds with one stone, right? Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, we didn't have a backpack left. Yeah. And that's something I think. We uh, did not have a backpack We left. need a lot more services. And this is a perfect time. I'm just going to plug it. I know Shonda will, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. it's not too late to make donations. We need backpacks. Yes. We need supplies. You also need teacher supplies because yes. that's one of the things that Shonda mm-hmm. does that I absolutely love. The teachers, and my mom's a teacher, shout out to teachers, they don't nearly get paid enough oh my God. You know, to be able oh to God. provide the resources for their classrooms. So if you have things like, uh, you know, gently use office chairs. Um, supplies that the teachers might want, mm-hmm. highlighters, you know, different types Dry of things, erase folders. Markers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Or Paper clips, staples, yes. staplers. Yeah. Even cute things that go on their desk. Go to the store and buy mm-hmm. cute Apple stuff. Just and something just they can it. look at and lift positive, their spirits up positive, a little bit, you know. Yes. Positive posters. Yes. Posters with positive messages on them. Yes. Teachers love that. And Amazon also has a great um, inventory of construction paper mm-hmm. and Car bulletin style. board paper because the, the border store, yep the get those borders board. mm-hmm. yep the dollar store has a mm-hmm. great supply of a lot of them the dollar tree has a great supply of teachers so let's supplies. talk about that let's talk about how much money very quickly teachers yeah. spend yeah on supplies a year their whole entire check I already it could know. be <laughs> it could be about forty five hundred dollars mm-hmm. a year mm-hmm. they could be spending about five hundred dollars every every other month Mm-hmm. on supplies for children. Mm-hmm. Um, so teachers can come in from 9 until 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. on August the 10th Yes, um, to pick up supplies, and they can bring a bag as big as they want. Yeah. And then students and their families can come starting at 10 to 1 o'clock on August the 10th. We will have, like we've always have, wraparound services, Yes, haircuts. We'll have a vision van. We'll have a... We'll have a um, dental clinic. We'll have um, we'll have different vendors that be that will be there yes. to provide free items to children. We are going to have food trucks this year. Yay. So that is something new. We're going to 
feed the children, which is something that I hadn't really done in the class other than right. snack bars and a juice bar. But we're going to have some food. And introduce them to new businesses and other businesses Absolutely. that are in their city. Yep. Absolutely. So, and then to to add to the excitement. Yes. Northside Coalition for Children has gone global. Yes. We are part... Round of applause for us. Yes, yes. We are partnering with a country in West Africa, Sierra Leone. Wow. Um, The president and their head of state reached out to me through their their native here that lives in Richmond, Uh Virginia, and asked me if I would partner with them to ensure that their students would have school supplies when they start school in September. Now, very quickly, Sierra Leone is a country that was in a war for a decade or more. More, And so that knocked out their public education system. Mm -hmm. So let's fast forward to 2018. They have a new president who I call a democratic person that believes in um, inclusiveness, diversity, things like that for children. And so he's decided that he's going to provide free public education for all of his children and also provide transportation for them to get there, for the children to get there. And this is big because previous to this, for a long time, school was primarily privatized Mm -hmm. in that country. And if you couldn't afford to send your kids there, you couldn't go. Mm -hmm. And so we are just... I, I don't even have words like that is so. But let me huge. tell you, I Shonda, first asked, I first asked this question. Okay, Lord. Okay, what are you doing? What with are you me? doing with what me? What are you doing? What with are you me? doing in me? Yes. And and God said to me because I had to pray with this for a couple of days, and God said to me, say yes. Wow. And I said, well, Lord, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. And God said, I give you everything that that you that you would need Mm -hmm. to be successful and trust me. And so I've been on this journey for a very long time of trusting him and having him do some things in me that needed to be done Mm -hmm. so he could use me to to his fullest. But this is amazing. Little old me from Cuckoo, Virginia, which has nothing to do with my personality. (laughs) Cuckoo. But this little old girl from Cuckoo, Virginia, is sending school supplies to Sierra Leone. To Sierra Leone. And they found me. They found me. I didn't know how to contact anybody in Sierra Leone. And to add to that, and I am very humble. Mm. I am so humble by this. Mm -hmm. But they're going to fly me over there Mm -mm -mm. so I can present the school supplies to the children. Let me tell you, if people have questions, um, doubts that... The work that you do in the community, the volunteerism that you provide, the things that you, you know what I'm saying, that you really, really do. Like, it takes something like this, like God working through you, Shonda, for people to see that the small things that you do that become these great big ideas and the hard work that you put in for years and years and years to push a you know, an initiative, something that's close to your heart. That's not even some people find it so, you know, just so insignificant, a backpack with some supplies mm-hmm. in it. They but do. that makes or breaks a child's first day Absolutely to have those things or sometimes to most importantly, to not have those things. Absolutely. And so if this is not a testament to, you know, our local activists and people that are putting in the work that it, you don't go unseen. It just, it, it might take 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's fine because the spoils that's from right. that, that's right. you know, are just well worth it because now look at the blessing that's going to come from that. If that's not a testimony. And I'm just a vessel, sister <sighs> girl. I'm, sis, I am just a <sighs> vessel who said, no matter the season that I'm in, God use me. Yes. And I'm going to stay on the battlefield. And so it has not been easy because, you know, there are a ton of, 
back to school drives mm-hmm. across the city, which we need them yes. because there are 20, at least 22,000 registered Richmond Public School students in the city. Yes. My back to school rally cannot reach 22,000 yeah. children mm-hmm. in one day. Right. And so we need, I support other organizations, and I think you all know that. Yeah. I send supplies to right. organizations that call and say, hey, can you send what you have? Right. And that's one of the reasons why I have mine early, other than the fact that I'm an educator right. and I'm, you know, got to go to I'm work. It takes, yeah. But I like to collaborate. I believe in partnership. It's not about Shonda. Oh, Deshonda, no, it's not about yeah. me. Yeah. It is about the service that is that is being done through me. And what a service it is. Because I can give you 10 backpacks mm-hmm. and they're going to get to 10 children. I can give you 10, yeah. they're going to get to 10 more children. I can give this organization 100. I can give, mm-hmm. you know, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated 100 or some um, some of my sister stores from DST mm-hmm. 50 backpacks. They're getting they're, they're getting get to, to children the them. Yeah. and they don't need to say Shonda Harris Muhammad gave no. these to me. That's coming from Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, yes. Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, right. Zeta Phi. They're coming from those organizations. Right. You don't have to mention that I gave them to you because yeah. I know God is going to bless me through my children. And at the end of the day, the child doesn't really care. The child just knows they got I a, need backpack a backpack and they got this stuff in it. That right. they, they and they have a lot. good first day and they Come don't feel any different from anybody else. That's right. It. That's really all that and matters. And that's what really matters. Because it's embarrassing it when you go to school mm-hmm. on the first day of school mm-hmm. or really any any day mm-hmm. and you have to ask f- to borrow some paper mm-hmm. or a pencil and I remember that when my second grade teacher said to me your mama sent you to school with no supplies today mm. and I gave that woman and I wish I could say it on the radio but I gave I was determined to give that woman mm-hmm. what I could give her every day for the rest of my life in second grade because you embarrassed me yep. in mm-hmm. front of my classmates yep. on the rug Yep. Sitting Indian style. Yeah. And I remember that. For no reason. For no reason. And kids I don't always remember that. I'm 40 something years old. <laughs> yeah. And I still remember. Yeah. Miss Clark mm-hmm. embarrassing me mm-hmm. in front of my second grade class. Something that you had no control I don't know over. why my mama didn't send me to school yeah. with school supply. Maybe my mama thought the teacher's already going to have supply. And, I don't and really, know. it doesn't matter. Absolutely. Because that's an adult I'm problem. I'm, I'm with right. you. And but I remember Miss Clark. Exactly. I remember you her. You mm-hmm. should. And so that has remained in my spirit and my soul. It has been a major part of my life mm-hmm. for 27 years and for the past 11 years and, and making sure that children in our area have the supplies what they meet, need. So, so, Ladies and gentlemen, how can you help me? How can you help the children that we serve? Mm-hmm. We need notebook paper. We need backpacks. Um, we pencils, need pencils, pens, crayons, pens, markers, crayons, erasers, pen, uh, binders, glue sticks, notebooks, glue sticks, scissors. Yes, yes. We, hey, we, everything. Yes, we All also need you to think about the teachers, sticky notes. Yes, um, and I am so Fire appreciative. Erase markers, erasers, binders. Tell you. Uh, binder dividers and Pepsi Cola, Dominion Energy, yeah. Walmart, Tart. They they are some organizations that I love mm-hmm. because they have seen they weren't quick and and giving me stuff mm-hmm. for free. They had to see the work first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had to see the work first. Yeah. So I always went back and said, 
Yeah. See the work? Have you seen the work? This is what I'm doing. This yeah. is what I'm doing for children. So I appreciate them. Um, they can also help come out and stuff backpacks on August the 7th and August the 8th mm-hmm. from 630 to 845, 9 o'clock-ish. I do feed a light meal. Lee's yeah. Chicken is, is always a sponsor, Olive Garden. They feed um, the volunteers that come out. And so and then August the 10th, again, is the rally. It, mm-hmm. The doors were open for teachers at 9 a.m. I'm so excited because of this partnership with Sierra Leone, some of the natives from Sierra Leone who are... Who, they will be there. Wow. They're coming from Maryland, um, you know, here in Richmond, and they're going to help hand out backpacks. Wow. They're going to help stuff backpacks. And then at the end of the rally, we're going to put them all in those crates yep. that need to be put in the crates. And then we're going to start shipping them off wow. to Sierra Leone. And then in the next couple of weeks after that, I will be there with my husband and maybe my assistant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping she's winking at me because Fran, I really Fran's want to, angling for a trip to Sierra Leone. <laughs> I really want to be my the assistant. Really bad to go over to Sierra Leone with me and um, present those supplies to the Man. children. What an and, experience! And, and and just be able to thank mm-hmm. the head of state there, the the leaders there. Mm-hmm. Thank them personally for choosing Shonda Mm-mm-mm. Matia. All the way. Harris. Yes. yes. Muhammad. All That's the right. way across the water. Come on now. That's amazing. Come I mean, on I don't, Come I on just, now. I mean, I can't, I need now. to repeat it again. Like, people, this is why we tirelessly work mm. and work and mm. work in something that you believe in mm-hmm. and something that you think is important and is providing a service to the community mm-hmm. because it may take years and it's tiresome. I know it, it is. is. It and you all know, take, and I've cried over the years, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, y'all, y'all know, yes, y'all know my yes. story, right? Mm-hmm. It, it takes time. Yes, it praise takes God. So mm. much, just a lot, just so much. Mm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Oh, mm, it's it a does. beautiful thing, though. It is, and I have. Mm-hmm. I tell people, you don't know why I dance the way I do until you, you know the pain That's it. that I've had to travel. That's it. Until you know the pain. That's it. Until you know that I am a person who at, at an early age child did not want to be here mm-hmm. because of trauma that I didn't that I did not mm-hmm. bring into my life trauma that adults mm-hmm. brought into my life mm-hmm. and so that's why I love mm-hmm. the way I love mm-hmm. and I love hard and I love on children hard mm-hmm. because I know I know they could have had it the other way I know it takes a lot. It's a struggle for them mm-hmm. to come into the classroom and try to pay attention mm-hmm. so they can pass an SOL, which they really don't care about nope. because they're trying to figure out how they're going to keep their sister or brother safe mm-hmm. or what I'm going to eat. That's the life home. I came from. Mm-hmm. So until people walk yep. in the shoes mm-hmm. that I have walked in mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for my grandparents who saved me mm-hmm. until adults could get themselves together enough to love me mm-hmm. okay so I, you know i'm not trying to testify I'm just i saying, just know from whence i've come That's and it. so until you know mm-hmm. my story mm-hmm. until you understand mm-hmm. the the troubles that i have been through you won't understand you won't praise. understand why i praise the way i do and i praise him because he could have said mm-hmm. well i don't need you 
Yep. But he said, I do. And so he has forever brought people in my life to remind me that I am worthy enough. One, my husband, who constantly says to me, you are worthy. Mm. I'm in love with you because mm. you work hard. Mm. I fell in love with you on the campus of Norfolk State University, not because you were just cute, mm. but because you, yeah, he, mm-hmm. Yeah! But because you were determined yeah. that as a single mother, yeah. you were going to persevere. Yeah. So I am just a humble person, mm-hmm. really, really humble person that is able to work with people from a country that I've never been to, never seen, but I know they're in poverty. Yes. And that's a different type of poverty. Yes. That's that, a different that type of we poverty. We don't even really That understand. we don't even understand. Mm-mm. We see poverty here, but my God, Mm-mm. when children fight and lose their lives because they want to go to school yeah. and they can't go to school, yeah. and we have children here, I'm going to say it, mm-hmm. that halfway out like they want to come to school Mm-mm. and halfway out like they want to pay attention in, in, no. in a class no. and disrespect grown folk. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. People so I do what I do. It. Yes, I do what I do because I just love to serve. Mm-hmm. And I know that it took people to save me. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just always thankful and grateful that you all allow me to use this platform to talk about my ministry, Northside Coalition for Children, Inc., mm-hmm. and 11 years standing. Yep, congratulations And, and I'm looking for 11 more years doing this with you all. Yes. That's right. It's so, going to be an annual thing. I mean, we, yes. can't, we cannot have we you can't, on. We, that's it. I mean, it's not an August without having my back to school. Right? <laughs> there you go. And it's a you party. Come to my, it's look, a party. It's a party. Every, it's, um, everybody who... Look, every Oh, my God. Kid, and I get, I get videos of Shonda dancing with the kids. <laughs> oh, my God. So be looking out for that, The soul too, train you know, line. We're going to show up. Every child has a soul... They got to go through the soul train line. They do. And I love, I love coming every... I think the first two years I attended, I was a vendor. Yes, you, you were. Registration. I was yes, a vendor. Yes, you were. And then after that, somehow I always end up with a T-shirt with volunteer on it. <laughs> and last year, right? <laughs> last year I was like, oh man, I didn't get there in time to volunteer. And I had my son, and um, and and, and Shonda was like, hey girl, and Garrett was like, here's your shirt, go over there. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I thought I was being a mom today. And he mm-hmm. was like, Carter, get that backpack and go over there. And yeah, you go help it. her mm-hmm. too. <laughs> But everybody to work. The dirt kid had to work too. The yep. dirt kid had to work. And you are always, um, I just want to thank you publicly for always providing supplies, donating yes, supplies yes. to the cause. So I really appreciate. So you guys, August the 10th, yes. from 9 to 10 for teachers, and then from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. from students. Yes. Contact me. I'm on, on all social media. If you want to make a donation, you can go to NorthsideCoalitionForChildren.com. Thank you. I love you. I love you. And love on someone like God has loved on you. Yes, that's it. Y'all, we thank you so much for listening. Please support her. Um, If you have anything that you want to try to contribute, um, we're going to be collecting supplies. We're going to donate supplies. Um, And don't forget these teacher items. The teachers are really, really important. Yes, they're really important. So always think of of things that you can also give them, even if it's not a supply. It might be an uplifting thing. Um, I'm thinking since I'm the the florist this year, I'm going to provide some plants. (laughs) 
so that we can have teachers can have a nice plant on their yes. desk. Oxygen. Yes. Yep. Plants so, breathe oxygen. Yep. So I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what we can do about that and see if I can get you 20 or 30 plants. That'd be awesome um, to for teachers to pick up and That'd put on their awesome. desk. So let me see if I can get some other people. I know I got some other friends who are. Wait, you all are out there. Make industry. a donation now. Come yeah, on now. that's what I'm it's saying. It's a write-off, folks. Yep. Yep. Let's do it. I know. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. It's a write-off. So thank y'all for listening. Yes. Shonda, as always, we thank you so much for everything that you do in the community. Sarah, and, Sierra, and now in the world, baby. In the International, world, baby. baby. We're going global, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all <Yes>, so silly. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today for another episode of RVA Dirt's Municipal Mania. Heard every Wednesday at 11 a.m. right here on WRARLP 97.3 FM Richmond Independent Radio. If you'd like to continue this conversation or start another, hit us up across all social media at RVA Dirt. And as always, listeners, we thank you so much for being with us this week. One down and forever weeks to go. Flint still has dirty water. RPS actually is now funded and we're moving for the next year. So let's keep it going. And Richmond is still racist, but we're working on it. We'll see y'all next week. Yes, peace. Legendary baby. Ah. Uh...